Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Jesus, here in the Gospel of John, chapter 17, beginning in verse 14, had been praying to his father. It seemed almost as if every verse that is given in the past few chapters, really all the way back through 15, had great impact upon both the apostles that were there and present with him and should have great impact upon us that is reading them and hearing them today. Because there's a lot for us to try to absorb and a lot to wrap our minds around here as Jesus marching towards the cross literally hours away at this point was being as straight up with these boys as he ever had in the three years that he walked with them. Because time was short, the clock was ticking, and it was time for them to pull themselves up by the bootstraps and get it on because the devil was coming. And they would have to learn to walk according to the words that he had told them, the scriptures he had shared with them, and the power of the Holy Spirit that was coming. Verse 14, again, Jesus praying to the Father says, I have given them your word. He's saying, I had given them the words of the Father. Going on, he says, the world hated them because they're not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So you see, through all of this, through all of what he has been talking about, again, for several chapters, through all of our walk in Christ and our relationship with him, we need to understand clearly that we cannot expect the world to love us. Man, we can't even expect the world to accept us. Those who are not of Christ are of the world, and those of the world, well, according to this passage, they're going to hate you, and they're going to hate Jesus. And even if they are like Judas, and Maybe they participated for a time in the religious and they walked in the presence of God and they walked amongst us and amongst the true believers. And even if they did all of that, that does not mean that they're not going to one day speak hatefully and harshly against you. So what separates these two kinds of people? I mean, is it as simple as salvation? Well, yes, of course. But how do you know for sure? How can you be sure about yourself, how can you be sure about those around you? Well, verse 6 holds the key. He says, I have given them your word. They have kept your word. Judas, he failed to keep God's word and he was not one of Christ. Despite all the time beside Christ and all that he'd gone through, he was not one of them. He was never one of them. So what are we saying here today? Are we saying that if if we fail, that we're not one of his? That if I stumble, I'm disqualified? Absolutely not. Falling down does not disqualify us, but gang, staying down does. The Spirit of God in us 
renders us redeemed and a part of the fold, but let us never say that what we do, how we manifest the faith has no reflection upon our state of redemption. We must never think that obedience to his word, well, it's just a minor thing, or that salvation is simply the the right sinner's prayer, rendering us right before God. Our salvation comes from rebirth. But hear this today, true rebirth, it changes everything. 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine your own selves, whether you are in the faith. Test your own selves. Or don't you know about your own selves that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you are disqualified? Look, the fact is, our ultimate obedience to God and His Word says who we are. And if we are one of His, we will seek to walk in that obedience. We will uh, not reject any of His directives. We will not reject any of the standards. Now, you may be one who is having trouble accepting the magnitude of the language that we, we read there in verse 14. Perhaps you think, hate is too strong of a word. So maybe you're thinking, well, come on, sure sure they may not like us, they may not support our cause, but come on, hate us? Hey, I'll go a step further because the original language of that word is detest. And Jesus says they detest us. And they do so because not just what we're saying, but our very presence reminds them of their sinful and lost state. 2 Corinthians 2.16, speaking of this, says, To the one we are a stench from death to death, to the other a sweet aroma from life to life. And who is sufficient for these things? Now, certainly, such a reaction may not manifest itself immediately, but it will in time. And indeed, sometimes it may take a long time. Verse 15 says, I pray not that you would take them out of the world, again, still speaking to the Father, but that you would keep them from the evil one. You may know these of the world today often call us as Christians, escapists. They call us escapists. They think we don't really have any investment here on earth, that we're just, you know, want to burn it to the ground and then just take the first bus out of here. But look, if God had no real purpose for you and I here on this earth, then wouldn't the moment we received him as, as Lord and Savior, we would just be, I don't know, snatched away in a personal rapture? Jesus is clearly saying, Father, I'm not asking that you take my children out of the world, but I'm asking that you protect them in it. We're not merely to wait around until we die or our Lord returns. We're not, you know, say the sinner's prayer and then camp out waiting for the rapture. We have a calling, gang, a purpose, a duty. This, you see, for the true child of God, that's not a burden or pain, but in fact, it's what brings us the joy which Jesus spoke of. Matthew 25, 21 says, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things, and I will set you over many things. Enter into, and here it is, the joy of your Lord. So gang, if you're looking for real joy, you're looking for the joy that he promised, you're not only going to find it by being faithful and obedient to God, but you're going to find it by being a servant of God. You're going to find it by serving God in full manifest. It was Christ's desire that the apostles should remain in the world. 
in contact with its populations, exposed to its culture, and in direct confrontation with its evil. And all of that, not because he does not love us, but because he does love us, because his disciples, both then and now, they don't belong to the world, they belong to him. And he wants us, he expects us, to grow and mature even in that harsh environment. And most of all, to actually have an effect upon that environment for Christ. We are called, Christian, to be out there engaging our world, certainly not hiding solely in a church building somewhere. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.